Welcome to the Why Am I Yelling podcast, where we will question anything and everything, even why we are yelling. Make sure that you follow us wherever you consume your podcasts. Links will be in the show notes. Also, if you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Let's continue our frugal discussion. James, where do you want to go next? I can go the way of cell phone carriers, which is a mighty large subject, depending on how far you'd want to go into it, but mm-hmm. at least for the, uh, the non-carrier yep. per month, mm-hmm. uh, what do they call themselves? Um, um, the prepaid plans? Yeah, but there's like a term. Uh, it's like it's like digital something form of carry Because the ones that don't use their own towers that are piggybacking off of everything else, mm-hmm. there's like a four-letter acronym. I can't remember what it is, but that's how nerdy I got wow. <laughs> on that subject. Um, but essentially... What it comes down to is the major carriers now really only being three, unless you want to count U.S. Cellular as a fourth, because Sprint is really T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Everyone except for Verizon and AT&T is essentially T-Mobile. Right, right. Because <laughs> um, I think half of them are lying. I think because T-Mobile has probably the most coverage of anyone, not the best, mm-hmm but the most towers, the most everything across the United States. I can't speak for other countries. I think some of the other smaller carriers that are piggybacking and say that they're really AT&T or or Verizon, if you get crappy service on any one of them in particular, they're probably (laughs) (laughs) T-Mobile. Let's just call it as it is. Yeah, yeah. So... For instance, and you've been a T-Mobile guy forever. As far as I, as long as I've known you, I think you've been T-Mobile. I think no. you, you did a little stint for Verizon, but you, for I the had most part, have been T-Mobile. I no, well, so when I started, my first, my, I was T-Mobile before it was T-Mobile right. when it was Voice Stream. Oh wow, that was when I got my first cell phone. Okay, that was when my personal number, which we'll not put on this for public. The, the one that you've had forever, the number that you've had forever? Yeah, the number one number that I've had forever started out as Voice Stream, wow. which became what is now known as T-Mobile. Wow. And then at some point, uh, doo-doo, the crappy service. You said doo-doo. Doo-doo, the crappy service in the area that I previously resided in and also traveled through way too many areas and wasted way too much gas and mileage and vehicle wear and tear thinking I was fighting the good fight to make people safe in water or motivating people via music. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the wasted expenses and traveling and not being able to communicate via T-Mobile switched over to Verizon. Mm-hmm. To this point in time, I had never been on AT&T in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> and for a long stretch of time, when I was on Verizon, um, well, no, I think I flip, I think I flip flopped a few times between what type of plan I was on, like whether it was connected with other family members mm-hmm. or individual, uh, due to you know changing area codes and addresses and and all of that. Right. So at some point in the 2010s 
or after 2010? I'm trying to think backwards based on how many quote unquote smartphones that I <laughs> have owned. <laughs> it was my first smartphone. It was a, um, a Droid X. Okay. That, of course, I didn't buy a case for. I had a screen cover, cracked the screen, made it work until the point in which there were dots, black dots, where the screen would not resonate or function. Nice. More than half the screen went black before I stopped using the phone. <laughs> Let me just repeat that. More than half the screen was black, and I could not tell where the buttons were. But I still made the phone function. That's incredible. And, and that's probably before voice assistance, which is even Way more incredible. Voice assistance. That's, yes. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, that was also the first device that I ever uh, permanently borrowed streaming videos mm-hmm. or, or websites, streamed video, mm-hmm. because... Um, there was a point in time where I didn't have a working computer, uh-huh. let alone laptop. And that device, that first smartphone that was running off of either Verizon or someone's Wi-Fi that didn't have security in a very bad apartment building. One way or the other, I was streaming on Vidal using <laughs> that device. <laughs> And that was the best video that I ever had. Blew away any other computer I ever owned at that point, which really didn't say that much about no. me. But this is the same person that drove over a MacBook. You didn't drive over it. You, Someone else drove over it. That's true. I let it fly <laughs> off the roof of a vehicle. Was that, was that Northern State or was that the expressway? Neither. Neither. It was okay. Glen Cove Road. Glen Cove Road. <laughs> Which might as well have been wow, a back road interstate, the way people drive on that road. Yep, yep. At any rate, I digress. Um, somewhere around the time that that phone became null and void, I also decided, what am I doing spending so much for Verizon? Mm-hmm. Which with all the fees and taxes and things that they are notorious for tacking on. Yep. There's nothing to do with your cellular service at all. Plus, at all. plus you have all of the restrictions that, and not even just data. And of course it's changed over time, but there's always a game to it. It right. doesn't matter what right. they I, say or I do. remember like back in the day where it was like, you, you get, what was it? Like 200 minutes, like during the week and then like weekends and nights are free. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like text messages were friends like friends and family. Yep, yep. I remember those days. And what's funny was, up until I got my, I think it was I had an iPhone four, and when I moved to the iPhone six, my Verizon plan was four hundred and fifty minutes a month, mm-hmm. with, and I paid for extra text messaging. Now at this point, Verizon had the free text messaging plan and the unlimited minutes for like three years and I had no idea. So yeah. I was stuck on this like 450 month minute plan paying way too much money. I finally went to a Verizon store and I was like, yeah, I want to upgrade my plan. He goes, dude, we haven't offered this plan in like 15 years. <laughs> He's like, what have there you been you doing? Dinosaur. <laughs> yep. 
I'm going to call you Dino. Dino the dinosaur. Um, so for perspective, and this is telling exactly how old we are. Mm-hmm. I remember the family and friends programs. I also remember free nights and weekends. Yes. Okay? Free nights and weekends. Yep. And that might have come, like started before the family and friend moniker. Yep. But that was essentially the basis for that. Mm-hmm. Even before smartphones. That the was only, like yeah. with the flip phones. I the, missed the, the flip the phones. The QWERTY keyboards. Yes. No, the, I still have and, them and the, in a bag somewhere. Well, before the QWERTY keyboards where you had to use the numbers to, to do the letters. Oh, yeah. And the, and the Blackberries. Oh, yeah. That yeah. looked like Game Boys. Yep. I, I have to tell you. My favorite phone was the ver- was the original Motorola StarTac, which I had in t- maybe ninety nine or two thousand. It okay. was a blue phone. It was oh, it was the coolest phone. I remember that phone. That phone, and I had an LG flip phone in college. Those are my two favorite phones. I like my iPhone. It's great, whatever. But I miss the simplicity of those two phones and the personality. Yes. My first phone was the Nokia that you could change the outer coloring. The of, 5160. Yes. Yes, the Nokia 5160. With like and different the, color backs and then like and two fronts. years later than after that, they shrunk it down to like half the size. Yep. And then, then Motorola came out with, a, with like, I think it was the, the Blackjack. That was like the same shape-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That wasn't. Like a split or flip type phone? No, it was just a solid. And it had a tiny little screen. Yep. But it was so small. Yes. I mean, if you had like the pocket protector protector type pockets on like a dress shirt, mm-hmm. you could fit like three of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was in that. It was like this almost maybe a little bit bigger than like a Zippo lighter. Oh, like two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. I never Not had including the flip top. Yeah, I I had the fifty one sixty, but I never had the what was it the seventy one twenty? Was the yeah. smaller one something like that? I never had that one. That I, might have been the one I had. I had like the smallest one. I remember that. I I remember that that phone. And I love that phone. I wish I had. And then that I phone. think I upgraded to something slightly bigger when I either broke that or mm-hmm. I didn't understand that I was actually downsizing by getting something bigger because right. it wasn't as good or it mm-hmm. was newer. I didn't know what I was getting into. I got talked yep. into getting a cell phone, and this was in 2001. Mm-hmm. The person we won't talk about, but at the time, it seemed like a flashy move. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably could have kept going the way that I operated my life, just with the beeper. I never that had I a still beeper. had. Oh, I had a beeper. I had a beeper all through high school. Yeah. I looked like a drug dealer. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> I had all the codes down with pay phones. Like the numbers that you needed to say yep. in order to tell people what you wanted to say because you didn't want to actually call collect, but mm-hmm. you were calling their beeper. Right. This it that extraterrestrial texting. <laughs> but I, I want to just circle back to one thing: those nights and weekends of unlimited minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to remember the audacious time frames that those were actually available? Like the start and stop time. It was like nine to eleven or something. Yes. No, not nine. No, no. It was like nine until like four in the morning. Oh, is that what it was? Something like yeah. Or maybe it wasn't even nine. For some of them, it was like ten o'clock until right. like 
five in the morning. Right. So if you wanted to have free conversations mm -hmm. on end, yep. no counting the minutes, you had to wait yep. until nine oh one or mm -hmm. ten oh one. And legitimately, anyone over the age of you know whatever minimum age you had to be in order to you know have the phone in your name or whatever. You weren't talking to anyone. <laughs> you might right. have been napping after That's dinner right. to wait until you could call your friends. You weren't doing group homework That's or right. having, you know, yep. whatever talking, you know, trash sessions about somebody, whatever it was that, you know, people were doing back then before mm -hmm. YouTube and everything else. Yep. It's crazy how that's evolved into mm -hmm. no one even talks about that anymore. Yep. Yep. And, and what I think is, is, weird or funny i don't know what but like the reason i got a cell phone was because like my mom wanted to be able to get in touch with me when i was out hanging out with friends and now it's like kids get cell phones to like lock themselves in a room to play with the cell phone you know it's like it's yes so bizarre like we, we've, we've gone through this major shift wow we're old <laughs> yes yes well and the crazy thing is is that you know there's been the joke going around for ages in certain like tiers, I guess, of age groups and family dynamics. Like everyone has a phone now and has for quite some time mm -hmm. for one reason or another, whether yep. it's work or private or both, whatever, <clears throat> excuse me. And a lot of adults really don't care mm -hmm. if they're in the same room and texting someone else that's in the same room. Yep. But those of us, who might go back far enough and remember a point in time when that wasn't even available, right. let alone not courteous, let alone well normal. Well, but I so I remember when we lived together in college, we spent most of the time instant messaging each other in the same room, within five feet of each other. Now, and that, that follows the script to a T. Right, that was stupid. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I would argue that we were listening to music and okay. You know, well, and, you should have started there, jerk. Well, I know, but I, I mean, so we had, we had a reason. And clearly there was different tastes right at that time. Oh, oh, absolutely. There were extreme. There are still differences. extreme differences in taste. I know, but there's been some, some middle ground since. Yes, there has been. Yes. And, and also just life experience telling yeah. us that, you know, on a given day and time, when you're in the room with someone else with extreme taste, both parties can probably take a break from those and not be the flag bearers at all time, 24 right. seven. Yes. If I wanted to talk about dream theater in front of you, it's a wasted effort unless I'm talking about the piano player. That's not true. Do, do at you, a time at in time. our lives. At that time. Yes. Okay. That was the case. Well, I mean, you, you, you can't argue that Jordan Rudis is a, is a, he's an amazing pianist like he's incredible no argument here at all my point is is that we've evolved we have evolved as people do you know that i met john john petrucci i've met him a couple times i don't think that i knew that no i've met john petrucci a couple times he is from long island he is he's from smithtown and as is half of or three quarters right of the, three fifths of, yeah of the band yep so when I was working at Cornet Music in Smithtown, John uh, John came in all the time in his leather jacket, his leather leather pants, and his blacked out Mercedes, carrying his daughter's gold plated flute for repair. 
And you that know, would he, sound about right. Yeah, he would slink into the store, and I'd go, "Hey, John, what are you here for today?" He goes, "Flute." <laughs> okay, nice. hang on, John Petrucci. I'll get the flute guy for you. So, yeah, it was there you fun. go. Nice guy, though. Very nice guy. I think that's one of the things that they've been able to hang their hats on for a long time is that mm-hmm. they were very, very well respected because yep. they were good human beings before anything else. Yep. <clears throat> um, but we digress yes. extremely far. We need to get we, so there, so. There's an episode there that we need to add to our list. Is just like general music discussion. That wouldn't be just one episode. I, I think we would have to add like I meant just a other commentary. Absolutely. But yes, like we could definitely have either genres in mind or a particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know timeline. Maybe not a decade, but like influences of a particular year mm-hmm. within a genre. I'm just gonna throw it down as music for now, just so we don't forget. I mean, absolutely. So back to the cell phone discussion. Um, All right, so I'm just gonna run through a few things real quick, and you can just hit it as I go. Sure. For my particular situation. I've been on Metro PCS going back as far as when I left Verizon. Mm-hmm. Now, Metro PCS was still Metro PCS piggybacking T-Mobile's network right. as its own carrier. Mm-hmm. Actually, there no, you know what? I lied. There was a point in time where they had their own service. Really? And then... They were purchased by T-Mobile. Got it. Or just matriculated in as one of their takeovers. And that changed everything. When I first moved up here, having Metro was horrendous. And moved up from Long Island to the Hudson Valley. Mm -hmm. The service did not go north of Newburgh. Right. Going to Poughkeepsie, zero service then t-mobile took them over Mm -hmm. immediately i saw changes some was good some was not in terms of where it worked Mm -hmm. but thankfully when that happened there was um enough wi-fi connectivity and the phone that i had when i jumped on metro it wasn't amazing. It was, you know, it was not a flagship phone. Mm-hmm. I think it was an LG knockoff model um, or a Motorola, one or the other. I can't remember. Um, but in terms of the service and the price, I couldn't beat it for where I was and what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then anytime I came back down south into the state, either to the city areas or western Long Island, I was okay. The service was fine. Right. Once you got out too far into the island, though, just like AT&T used to have a lot of peaks and valleys with service, T-Mobile still had its issues. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, now fast forward, I'm just at a point now where all of this connectivity has just morphed into no one has the time if you're serious about what you do in a career family, whatever. I don't have the time to not have service. I can't be productive if I'm going to do, if I'm going to be a gig worker and if I'm going to be driving around. 
And even if that's just a side hustle and not a full-time thing. So my motivation at this point is to find the least committed service providers, mm-hmm. piggybacking the most consistent service providers in terms right. of range and quality of service with the least, you know, peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> my thought process was work on two separate lines, two separate phones, even if I have an unlocked device that could handle two different SIM cards and two different lines, I need two active phones at the same time with the ability to have flexibility for some of these money saving apps, certain things running in the background at all times that's sapping my service. Also, maybe I don't want to touch for now, you know, full circle, don't want to touch while I'm driving. Right. Otherwise it defeats the whole purpose. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if I'm trying to deliver uh, food or if I'm trying to deliver groceries or whatever else in the gig world, Mm -hmm. you know, that I could try to piggyback and stack and maximize an hour or two, three or four or five days a week, I also want to be maximizing my flexibility with cell service. Mm -hmm. Not even worried about like unlimited data. So, you know, where some people might be like, oh, I got to be on TikTok and I got to be streaming constantly and using gigabytes upon gigabytes of service. That's not me. Mm -hmm. I don't need 20 to 40 gigabytes of service at all times. Right. Or I'm going to lose my mind. Like having cable service at home, having uh you know a separate device for work when i go do my you know full-time delivery type thing that's not on my service so excuse me when it comes down to what i was looking for company by the name of pure talk came up Mm -hmm. that seems to have a better setup with at&t than cricket right um whether it be how they offer you service or their price structures. Mm-hmm. And it's just based on the research I did, it just seemed like cricket wasn't keeping up with the times. Right. And in a few different categories. And I would also argue that, that cricket, I, I don't know anything about their pricing structure is I see a lot of ads for cricket and I don't see as many for pure talk. So they're spending more money for advertising, which costs them more money, which is going to drive up the service price. So I would think in my head that cricket would be more expensive because of that. I don't know that for sure, you know, than pure talk. It, it, again, I I haven't done the research. I don't know the answer. You would know better than I would, but the only reason I even noticed it because like you're saying, it's not marketed as well as some other, uh, piggyback service providers is that I actually found it through the Dave Ramsey network. Right. And that's a, a while ago when I was in, in a similar boat where um, I was, I had lost my job. Um, I'd started doing, because I was paying $107, $117 a month for my Verizon. And I would, I went through several carriers trying to figure out what to do next and I found Visible, which piggybacks off the Verizon network Correct. for $35. And I was like, I'm getting more with this plan, and it's costing me, like, a, what is it, a third of the price? Yes. You know, almost a quarter, yeah, almost a quarter of the price. Um, like, like what, what, what's, what, is this a legit thing? 
And I've had it for two years. I have had one issue um, with my service in those two years where I was driving and I called someone and the phone cut out after 10 seconds. I called back, cut out after 10 seconds. I went, wow, I'm going to reboot the phone. Never a problem since. And There you go. You know, I've been paying. Uh, I, I brought my mom on at the same time. And uh, that we, we were at a, what, what they call a party plan. And that lowers our bill. The more people we have, the lower our bill gets. It gets. We can lower it down to um, twenty-five dollars is the cheapest we can get if we get four people with us. Correct. And um, yeah, it's been great. I've I have no complaints. Um, they say that when the Verizon circuits are busy, we are not um, prioritized. And I have not noticed any time where I've felt not prioritized. I think every provider now has that built in as a safety. Right. So that right. in different territories, depending on your personal usage and then the, the overall usage where you are, mm-hmm. they have the ability to do what they feel they need to do without accepting a complaint from you, the customer. Exactly. But in reality, if you're not in an area of mass transit mm-hmm. or a large city, Right. where there's a surge of social media activity all at the same time, or mm-hmm. it's the height of the business day and everyone's on the device and their computer or three devices. And they all happen to be on the similar tower right in one concentrated spot. Mm-hmm. Chances are you're not going to see yep. one of those slowdowns. And I'll, and I'll tell you that for me, my, my setup process went very easily because uh, I, I requested a new number. My mom wanted to keep her number that was a difficult process to manage the the porting of the number and the customer service while they were very good um there is no phone support so it's all text you have to you know do do a little chat feature and we called in or we chatted so many times to get that number ported properly um and at different hours of the day they have like two people on their their tech support team and we talked to both well, of them you know and that's how they that's- keep that's how they keep their price so low is the team is so right. small that right. it's, it's, you know, it's a tiny little thing. And there's, there's because of no phone support, there's no advertising, there's no store that right. none of that much. So they don't, they can, they don't have to charge that much to survive. Um, right. And, and now, I mean, it's, it is owned by Verizon now, I think. Um, so who knows how long it's going to last. Verizon might just shut it down at some point, but I'm going to ride the wave as long as I can. Yeah, and we've talked a lot about that particular option offline um, for a good deal of time. And that's still on my radar Mm -hmm. for when I do get around to not only the second line, but having two different services. Because I recognize that in the region that I'm in, there are some spots where Verizon's good, AT&T, no. There's also some spots where it's the flip-flop. Yep, And even the same went for T-Mobile. But what I have noticed is that some of the territories that I would frequent, not only on a personal level, but also on a professional level, if I can't stream music on iHeartRadio, of all things, mm-hmm. or a podcast, right. I can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do anything else, and I'm trying to be flexible and a gig worker and all that kind of stuff, uh, I ain't making money. Right. So what it comes down to is what offers the most bandwidth, mm-hmm. consistency. Right. And, you know, at times, should my Wi-Fi at home go down, 
or should I need a backup device because my work device at the full-time gig isn't cutting it? Well, then I've got some backup options to fall back on for half a day, for a full day. And I'm not that, you know, angry employee mm-hmm. or at home if I need to stream, you know, a few devices off of a hotspot because I've got the extra bandwidth. Nobody at home knows the difference, but daddy saved a day. Great. Right. You know, and it's not a huge expense like trying to add on like traveling Wi-Fi in your vehicle or something, you know, ridiculous that mm-hmm. if you've got an extra device that's got the bandwidth and okay maybe it's not 4k video maybe it's 360 hd yeah who cares right you know so there's when, when you're looking at a tiny things. screen who cares you know you're not going to see exactly the difference, you know exactly so there's all these different things all these different angles that i've taken into consideration when you do look at the price structure there is some fine print that people like myself trying to work around the system work the man a little bit Mm -hmm. you know certain deals and sales that you know the secondary market might offer you for plans and whatnot or getting a new phone you have to really pay attention and even when in the big type you see oh save 250 dollars on all these phones when you sign up but they don't tell you that you have to bring a number they don't want to get you a new number Mm mm-hmm or vice versa. I've seen it flipped now between a couple of different uh, secondary carriers. So mm-hmm. you really have to f- make sure that you're not getting duped. And before you start creating an account and giving them all your information that they can hold on file. Right. Because they all prefer, even if it's a monthly payment, that they have a card on file and they can auto pay for you. Otherwise, they can drop your service at any time. Mm-hmm. And they will not refund you money if you didn't go on auto pay. Right, right. And that was true even with Metro since T-Mobile took it over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the funny thing is that T-Mobile in, them, in their own way still has Metro by T-Mobile as a division. But T-Mobile itself then created monthly plans. Right. But they changed the game up. If you're going straight through T-Mobile and their plans, you get certain add-ons. Right that other T-Mobile customers get. Mm-hmm. If you go through Metro by T-Mobile, you you either get no add-ons or different add-ons depending on what level plan mm-hmm. you're registered for. Yep. Like, I can stream music and it doesn't affect my data at all. Right. And it's something that I kept in mind. I don't think I went over a gigabyte of data for three months straight over the summer. Mm-hmm. I was streaming music for hours upon hours every single day, yeah. sometimes podcasts. Now, mm-hmm. it wasn't like YouTube streaming, so there wasn't right. video involved. Yeah, so it's a, it's a lot less, but, you know, and they, exactly. and, and they tend to throttle the, the video because it takes up so much of their bandwidth. Exactly. But in shopping new carriers that are going to probably calculate my bandwidth differently, mm-hmm. I said to myself, okay, I don't need a limited, but I probably can't get away with two gigabytes. Right. So I'm still waiting for a SIM to show up probably over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, from Pure Talk. It's $3 for the new SIM card. Bringing my old phone. Didn't buy a new phone yet or a refurbished. I did put that on the radar. Still determining moving forward how and when I'm going to do that. But I'm going to test out some gig work stuff with the old phone 
which happens to be an iPhone 7 Plus. So it's still within the framework of updates with Apple, I think, for at least another year. Yeah, Apple tends to do, I think it's legally, legally they can, they have to support the hardware for seven years and software for 10, I think is legally what they have to do. So I'm still in that framework. The phone is okay. Mm-hmm. It only has 32 gigs of space. Yep. Which I know you've said you have a phone with 64 and you've got plenty of space. Yep. But for but I don't have you know, kids, you know. You've got well, three kids now, so that's you're, you're going to that. use it up a lot faster than I am, you know. And I'm I'm there's also that. of the the mindset that like this is a phone. I have a camera that I use to take pictures. I don't use my and that's phone. a huge difference, right? That's a huge difference. Whereas I still have a few old cameras. I mean, they weren't exactly top of the line in their day. Mm-hmm. Could I get away with still using them because they were digital and whatnot? Yep. Probably. But I never think to pull them out. Right. I'd probably be better served selling them at this point. (laughs) You know, for some like upstart kid trying to learn how to be a photographer that's Mm -hmm. 10 years old and some parents like, hey, used camera on Craigslist. Let's buy it. Yep. I don't even know if that's a thing. But. Sure it is. At the end of the day. Um, I'm planning to go with the one phone. Uh, the new plan that I chose is six gigabytes. Okay. Um, after the six, they throttle it down to like, you don't lose data, but they throttle they it to a speed so low, mm-hmm. so low that it would be crazy. Right. And I'm pretty sure that the six gigabytes with pure talk is any kind of data, whether it's, Used right. on my device mm-hmm. or hotspot. Right. Right. Yep. So what there Visible? Is Wi-Fi. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I was say what would, what Visible used to do is there they used to throttle just the hotspot. Um, now they they just they give you free data. They they don't throttle anything anymore. But right. at one point they throttled the the usage of a hotspot. And they, actually, maybe they do throttle as a hotspot now. I don't remember. I think they control, if I remember correctly, they they limit the speed for hotspots all the time. I think it's That's, like only five megabytes yeah, per that, second. That sounds right. And they've they've changed a lot over the years because I remember when I first signed up, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do the eSIM. And they're like, oh, you can't do eSIM. And my friend was getting visible like last week. He's like, oh, you can do eSIM. And I was like, I want to do that years ago. Yeah. But so, yeah, they've they've changed some stuff, too. You Absolutely. Know, like you, you, Absolutely. You couldn't do iPads before. Now you can do iPads and Apple Watches through Visible, which is cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And that might have also changed, like you said, when Verizon took them over. Right. Um, it, it's, I think at the end of the day, no matter how much, you know, I, I try to be this frugal shopper and mm-hmm. uh, maybe not follow all of the, the metrics that I've picked up from some financial gurus that we don't have to keep plugging constantly because they're making millions on their own. Right. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's what would you consistently fit into your day to day week to week life that brings a little peace mm-hmm. and cuts down on maybe a few expenses. Cause what I've had to teach myself or, or correct myself on over the years is like, it is very easy to say, hey, I'm getting cash back on my groceries. Every month maybe I get, I don't know, $10 back from coupons and 
you know, 5% with the credit card and 1% with Ebates or, you know, whatever craziness you factor in to try to put all these layers, such small percentages that you potentially get back. And maybe you don't even see it all at the same time. It's so easy to forget about some of it Mm -hmm. that if you don't have the plan to say, hey, no matter when it comes through next month, it's all going to savings. Right. Or it's all going to pay down the credit card bill Mm -hmm. or the student loans or the car loan, the mortgage, whatever. Right. If there's no plan behind it, it just mixes in with everything else. Exactly. Yep. And then you don't even feel the effect, the impact that it could have you feel. And then by feeling the impact, remember to keep driving that forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And that's why I feel like the apps because I can see it, I can touch it a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say integrated, but just more consistently. Mm-hmm. It's making me want to keep driving it forward because I'm seeing more results and more right. change. Right. And, and going back to having a plan, I think is important too. When I, so I, I just started this new job. I was a contract to hire. So my first six months um, was with one company and then I transitioned over to the other company after the six months. And during that transition period, there was a period from, August 23rd or 5th or something like that, where I didn't get paid from August 23rd until September 10th. So yep. I and I didn't I didn't find out about this until like 3 days before that paycheck came. I had to stretch one pay one paycheck that was a week paycheck like 3 weeks because That's I That's tough. Just, and I had to have a plan. I if if I didn't yep. plan that out, you know, I would have been screwed. You know, mm-hmm. and it's what, what's funny is like I made a one week paycheck last three weeks when the last six months I was barely getting by with that one week paycheck. Like, where was that money going? Because I wasn't planning with it. I wasn't physically saying this money needs to go here. And, yep. you know, I just I made a plan for those three weeks and I got through. Didn't have to it's dip amazing. into savings. Yeah. It, it, and that's the other part of it now is that I, I've. I've had the idea and liked the idea of organizing everything that happens in my my personal life like i used to with spreadsheets Mm -hmm. on previous jobs and and career employment but i never really did a deep dive i never really sunk my teeth in and said hey i'm gonna get so specific that i could still get even more specific Mm -hmm. about auto you know every every gallon that i fill up every repair that gets done like actually tracking it and saying hey why did i pay for that oh that's right right what did i replace okay i'm not replacing that again (laughs) like all of these things so Mm -hmm. you know i've i've been one to keep receipts um or hold on to emails however they come through uh, for a very long time Mm mm-hmm all that information is there. And I finally had to say to myself, I have the information. What am I, what am I doing with it? Am I, can I gain from it? Mm-hmm. And if I, you know, if I organize even just in one area, even if it's just groceries and I have a spreadsheet, I haven't done it for this yet, but I'm just using this as an example. If I have a spreadsheet of all of the products that I buy, let's just say even in a three month period, because there's some things that you don't have to buy every month. And 
depending on who you are and how many people you're buying for and how often something is used, it could be a quarterly expense, right. you know, whether it's because you buy it in bulk or because you don't actually need it every month or every week. Mm-hmm. But then there's stuff that's obviously a necessity. Right. That's going to come up over and mm-hmm. over and over again. And then it's like, all right, when I was single and I was a bachelor, there was times where I was trying to make myself have more purchasing power and I was really defeating myself in trying to buy in bulk with a lot of things because I didn't really need it. Mm-hmm. And I, this is the first time I'm ever saying it out loud as an adult because if I go back 15 years, I probably could have made some paychecks go a little bit further mm-hmm. if I didn't think I was reinventing the wheel as a single person that didn't need to buy in bulk. I needed to be smarter. I needed to have a plan. Yep. I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking out meals in advance. I mm-hmm. wasn't using reusable containers and using my own hands to wash my own dishes consistently enough. Oh, by the way, I had dishes that could have been washed. I didn't need to buy paper or plastic. I did anyway. I don't know why I did. I thought that was being smart. Mm -hmm. I thought I had options. I didn't need those options. Right. So being able to look back and have that perspective now and say, hey, you know what? I use the dishwasher. I use it every day. Now I actually use it twice a day because we have bottles again. Right. But that's okay. Yeah. Because that's it's a saver of time. Mm-hmm. It's allowing us to focus on more important things like exactly yep. discipline and <laughs> focus yep. and prepping the next meal and, and hopefully not having a, an upheaval of what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's fine too. But having a plan mm-hmm. is tremendous. Yep. Uh, whether it's the cell phone stuff, whether it's these other apps that maybe save a little money or get a little money back, Tax money only goes so far, and that's if you do them. Right. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, which you should. You should do your taxes. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't want to give money away. Most people think that they're always going to owe. That's something else you can plan out. You can let them take a little extra out up front so that you I, always get something back. I always do that, yep, yep. So to kind of wrap this all up in a little neat little package, I, I think – one of the things, one of your answers is going to be have a plan, but can you give our listeners three to five tips on how to be frugal or how to, because I, I suck at it. I'm, I mean, you, your level of, of frugality is like way beyond mine. You know, I'll go out and waste money on everything, but for someone who's looking to get into stuff, I mean, maybe the couponing thing is, you know, daunting or, you know, these apps may be scary, like three to five tips, like to get someone started, what would you say? And I think, I think number one should be have a plan with your money in general, but what other things would you recommend? Since groceries and food and beverage is something that everyone needs, unless you're capable of just eating out all the time, having a plan for how where and why you're purchasing those items is number one. Okay. Because that, when I look at my my summary sheet mm-hmm. on my budget, that is now getting deeper than just a summary sheet. I've had a summary sheet for a decade. And then I realized like for a few years that the summary sheet was the same thing. 
Mm-hmm. It never changed. It was wrong. <laughs> right. But I just copied and pasted it and then never came back to it because I forgot that it even existed. Mm-hmm. Life got in the way. Yep. Now I'm working on ledgers that then work their way into the summary sheet. And it's legitimately going to be a budget. Mm-hmm. But the number one sheet outside of a you know mortgage payments, which not everyone has, mm-hmm. everyone needs food. Yep. Everyone needs beverages, especially if water from the tap just doesn't do it for you. Or once in a while you want to treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Coupons are a real thing. Anyone who says it takes too much time is probably either too interested in video games, texting, or just sleep. And in reality, if you gave yourself one hour a week to actively hunt online or even through the Sunday paper, just buy the Sunday paper every week because it's more focused on your local establishments, assuming that you're going to a local grocery store and you're one or two people and not doing bulk, you can either hunt them online and through the app or the website where you can have an account with your local grocery store or go a little bit bigger, one step up. There's Walmart, there's Target, there's Whole Foods, sometimes Trader Joe's, but that's a little too special. And unless you really need that like vegan outsider lifestyle where you're going to be spending way too much money anyway, I'd say stay away from that unless you absolutely have like a health need for it. Um, Whole Foods still has some of your regular stuff, so it's not 100% there. Plus, they're owned by Amazon now, so that's a whole other story. Yeah. But as far as coupons go, use them. But I learned the hard way, and I let the hard way hit me for years. Don't just buy stuff because there's a coupon. Exactly, yep. There is a plan of action you have to have for coupons. You have to hunt coupons that will actually save you money, not trick you into buying more things. Right. So just a quick question about that. Would you, like, let's say you needed napkins, for example. I don't know, something. And let's say you're you're on the, on the verge of, of running out, but you know that a coupon will be coming in the next month or two. How do you deal with that? Do you, do you buy just dollar a store? Dollar store, okay. okay. Or a store, that local grocery store that has smaller quantities. Okay. Because I'm a quantity guy, um, and then you use the cheap you buy stuff the store until you, brand, and so you get the not coupon. the name brand. Like that's something you can get away with, right? Okay. So I'm glad you use that as the example. You know, like I've done that for Ziploc bags or or lunch right. bags, mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter. Right. You might get a really good price for the name brand mm-hmm. or the larger quantity somewhere else, but if you need to tie it over. Or it's, you know, like, hey, you know, my kid needs to bring in a box of these napkins or these sandwich bags for like an activity at school. Why am I going to go spend on Ziploc when I can get the store knockoff? Right, right. Um, But yeah, there's that. Next to that. Mm -hmm. Before I had any options of all of the smartphone app stuff something that I I spent a great deal of time 
losing sleep over. And looking back now, I didn't need to lose sleep over it. <laughs> was trying to stack rewards cashback programs. But this is a huge asterisk. Again, not trying to compete with yourself or anyone else to get the most cash back. Because mm -hmm. you find ways into justifying purchases that you didn't actually need. The whole idea being any cash back is a bonus. And if it's 1% or if it's 3%, it's money that you weren't going to have if you made the purchase or owned a service, not owned, but had a service that wasn't giving you money to begin with. If you're signed up for a service, whether it's a, car, a credit card, a debit card, uh, something like a you know safe driving app, rewards, cash back for gas, other things that are out there for... Um, um, it's not hitting me right. Oh, Ebates, uh, Raycatan, whatever they're called now. Um, you know, things that, yes, they might be tracking what you're doing. They may be selling your tendencies somewhere else, but if there's a percentage to be had and it's not going to impede either how you're getting something or what you're purchasing, it's useful. Are you going to become a millionaire overnight? Absolutely not. But $5 here, $10 there. If you're doing all these things in a disciplined manner and you have the ability and the credit and also the discipline to pay your bills on time so you're not falling behind on anything, it can either help cut down on bills, get your free gift cards. The toughest thing that I've found over time, especially being in family setting having lots of temptations to make excuses for why you the parent or you the adult should use cash back as a gift card mm -hmm. for yourself as opposed to over the course of a year there's always gifts that need to be given for friends family holidays stuff that you get especially if it's cashing out as a gift card or you didn't have a choice in the matter and that's how they send it to you, digital or not, there's no reason you can't give that stuff away as a gift. Right. But it was really hard, I found, to differentiate like, well, hey, I earned it, but why mm -hmm. did I tell myself in the beginning what changed in the thought process along the way? Did I need to earn that for myself or did I need to earn that as something to then leverage moving forward? Like, right. did I really need five extra coffees from Duncan? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Was I being lazy and not making the coffee I'd normally make at home because I knew I had the gift card in my back pocket? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the mentality goes a long way. Yep. Um, how many things was that, two? That was technically, I would say two personally. Um, okay. Because I... Cause I having the plan is something that kind of runs through those two things. So I don't know that having a plan counts as one anymore. So that's it coupons and cash back, but have a plan for both of them. Yeah. And then the spreadsheet thing. There are tons of different financial 
people and, and organizational people you can look up and search between LinkedIn and YouTube and, and streaming services, even if it's not video involved, you can listen to all these gurus tell you all the incredible things that they've done to organize their lives or to organize other people's lives. At the end of the day, you have to have a system that works for you. Right. And there was a long period of time where from work, I was dabbling with overlapping, you know, systems and, and, uh, there's a word that's in my mind that I don't want to use because it just angers me so much from someone that I used to work for. <laughs> but the the process, that's the word I didn't want to use. <laughs> the process of just, I don't even want to say someone's protocol, but just mm -hmm. the idea that, okay, I buy something. I used a credit card. Yes, there's there's an app for that or there's a website I can go to and I can see the list, but it's their list. Mm -hmm. And there's ways that the credit card companies and that banks with debit cards and your account that you can go log into, they skew some of the information to make it hard for you to search back right. and keep track. You have to work so hard and click through so many menus to get a year summary mm -hmm. in which they don't allow you, at least not easily, right. to go through categories and save the categories mm -hmm. of like just gas purchases right. or cell phone bills. Like you can search and see that on the screen, but you can't download it and print it out as easily. Mm -hmm. So if I can't play with it and I can't make it work for me, right? why am I going to look at it on that screen? Cause it's just, it makes me feel like I'm going crazy. Mm -hmm. And then when you're going to those screens, there's advertisements right. even within the bank or the mm -hmm. company. They're, they're trying to get you to sign up for more. Now right. it's security, like save your identity. Like no one's coming for my identity. I owe money. <laughs> they don't want my identity. And if they did, I would probably give it to them. Do I get a new one? <laughs> so, I mean, if you can make breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you can have my identity. You probably right. do a better job. <laughs> So, you know, that the, 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 the organization, if it's not a spreadsheet, then it's got to be some kind of software that like what I don't like, want to use the most popular names, but you know where I'm going to go. Yeah, like I know. It, like your, your mint, your quick in your QuickBooks, that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's some. You need a budget. You know, it's another big one out there. Um, Dave Ramsey's got his, I forget what he calls his, but you know, there's, there are apps out there that will do it for you. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have to have a system that works for you. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't incur extra costs. That's right. the, yep. the toughest thing. Like Exactly. I'm going to borrow some terminology from someone else that you mentioned. You know, if you have a big enough shovel that you can cover minor expenses that will help you organize and cut down on other ones, mm -hmm. you know, then that might work for you. Yep. But that doesn't work for everyone and certainly not anyone who's just trying to get started. Yep either in life or just an organization. You yep. know, you could be like me. I'm still a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. But I mean, at the age, you know, the mm -hmm. stage of life, you know, yep. when you're f turning 40, turning 50, yep. society would tell you you're supposed to already have it figured out. Right. Or you're supposed to be getting ready for retirement. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting ready for, I don't know, the yeah. start. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because yep. if I'm trying to shut it down anytime soon, I might as well just be giving up. That's right. And I don't do that. Yep. So, you know, that's why this is also a stimulating subject because, you know, the gazelle mentality or just an extremely motivated mentality to try to out earn your expenses. But mm-hmm. that sounds great until you don't control your expenses. Exactly. Yep. And I'm as guilty as anyone else. There's a yep. ton of things that are easy to say, oh, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And then everyone has their own individual, uh, what's the best terminology? Like, um, I don't want to say personality flaw, but everyone has their uh, their own quips, mm-hmm. something to that extent, yeah. where you don't realize that you're making excuses, you don't realize that you don't need it, but it it gives you some happiness. But there's some things that yeah, it, it, you're don't able need to, to be that expensive. You're able to rationalize the purchases to make yourself feel better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So with that. So yeah, I think we got. So the two are coupons, cashback. Both of them, you need to have a plan. And number three, some way to track what you do. And I think that's a good place to wrap this up. So I'm with that. So yeah. We will have to circle back. This could even be like a a regular circle back on oh, all sure. of these ideas. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Especially and I, and because of the, how often the, the world of cash back and savings is always evolving. Yep. Yep. And I think it's a good reminder because I think this is an important topic for other other folks just to remind them, you know, about that sort of stuff. So do you want to do the outro? You want me to do the outro? It's all you, baby. All me. So I want to thank you all for listening to the Why Am I Yelling podcast. Make sure that you follow us wherever you consume your podcast. Links will be in the show descriptions for all of the software that we talked about. And also, if you like what you hear, share it with a friend. We'll see you next time. Bye.